Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Bright Side. I'm Joel Hunter and I'm here with... An older but fresh voice, uh, yeah. Joel Hunter <laughs> that's, Sr. That's right. You know, you... You have uh, you have a voice that just it sounds wise, you know. Oh. I, like when you say stuff, I'm like that sound. That sounds a cheeseburger does sound good right now. <laughs> That's mostly what I say. <laughs> How about a cheeseburger? <laughs> so we're on ninety three point one and also five forty. Um, but also uh, there is a podcast. There is, and you can find that if you go on iTunes and you look for. Uh, the Bright Side with Joel C. Hunter. Uh, you can catch up on, there's like over 100 episodes on there. Man. There's a, there's a lot. Done, that's a lot of talking that's, right there. That's a lot of Joel. A lot of talking, a lot of, la- lot of laughing. Joel C. Hunter wisdom, just just on tap. Oh, on on tap. You're the smart one. So, so today we are talking about, uh, it, and it works well with a new year, you know, it's it's a fresh start. Yeah. What do you think the importance of a fresh start well, is? Well, I tell you, I work with a lot of people who are really going through difficult times. And... Most of us have a default mechanisms where we want to fix what's broken. Uh, but somebody once said, maybe it's not always about trying to fix something broken. Maybe it's about starting over and creating something better. Hmm. And so I, I really think that people's capacity to build a good life many times depends on their willingness to start fresh. Hmm. Um, and so whether this is a, whether this is a, um, a population that is going through significant problems, or it's just people who are trying to improve a, an already good life. Um, progress doesn't always happen incrementally. Sometimes, like like in evolution, there's punctuated equilibrium. That, those are periods where things were kind of improving incrementally, and then you saw this line of development that was just unbelievable um, in its um, in its rapid advancement. And so I think our lives are like that. But the reason I wanted to uh, talk about this at the beginning of a new year is that we have markers in our lives where we are more likely to think in terms of a new start. Uh, and of course, a new year is one of those. Uh, and there are other times in our lives, a birthday, um, you know, some sort of, you know, a, maybe a divorce. You have to have a new start. You have to, you know, keep not concentrating on what you could have done or should have done. You've got to go, okay, got a new life here. Mm-hmm. Um, or somebody's death or somebody, you know, a job loss or something like that. I think it's really good for us to talk about how you start a new new life. That was one of the questions I had for you. Do you think the creation of uh, specific uh, there's, you know, the earth's revolving around the sun. There's nothing specific that's happening on a, on a, a Sunday that isn't, is different on a Monday, you know, as far as when you, if you, if you take your time scale and, and size scale out to big enough, you know, you can, you can make any individual day or year, you know, relatively meaningless. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's helpful, this human tendency to say, okay, it's Monday, I'm starting such and such, or okay, it's a new year, I'm starting such and such. I'm, I'm 35 now. Do you think that's helpful or do, do. you think that that, okay. I do. Let me, and let me tell you why. Your uncle, you know, uh, Joel's uncle, Matt, uh, Becky's brother, um, is this unbelievably successful uh, person um, in, in finances, in, in, in matters uh, financial. Um, he was uh, a uh, 
some sort of economics broker or commodities broker. Commodities broker. He he basically, yeah, if you're a big company and you're like, I need to know how much wheat's gonna cost next year, Uncle Matt knows. That's right. We don't know how he knows, but he knows. He knows. And people pay a lot of money for that and information. I tell you what, but there was a time when he was a kid, Becky remembers this, when he decided he was gonna be good with money. And he literally sat at the kitchen table and he said, one, two, three, go. And that was it. Huh. Becky said from then on, that's what he would that's what he was and and for his entire life, and he's in his sixties now, um, he has been un- unbelievable with money. But it started because he intentionally started a new part of his life. Hmm. That's really interesting. Do you think that uh, when somebody does that, the the fall-off rate, do you think that has something to do with how motivated people naturally are? Do you think it's something where you, you've you got to get systems in place if you're going to start something like that? You know, because everybody knows the stats, at least in general, about, you know, New Year gym memberships go through the exactly. roof and then, yeah. they all go, and then they all go down the toilet. No, nobody's at the yeah. gym in April. Um, what do you think is the difference between people that, that stick to their new start and people that don't? I, oh, man, I'm glad you asked me that. I heard a quote the other day that I just really spoke to me and it's so wise. He, uh, the quote was this. Our biggest enemy is not failure. Our biggest enemy is our own perfectionism. Huh. And and basically what they were saying was, we will stop our efforts if we're so perfectionistic to think we've got to do everything right. We can't fail. Um, if we fail, we've blown it all. Um, and, and um, you know, the, 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 there was a saying when I was uh, in the church that the devil really only has... Two temptations. One is to come to you and say, you know, what would it hurt? It isn't going to kill you just to do this one little thing. And then the second thing, the follow-up that the devil uses is, well, you've already done it. You've already blown it. You might as well just go for yeah. it. You know? I, I remember this one time in, uh, is, this was in medical school. This is one of my, my good buddy, John Branch. I was living with him uh, in med school and, and it was third year med school. And uh, I, I've always had, I think I inherited it from you and mom. I always had, you know, uh, specific, this is my plan for fitness now. This is my plan for my eating. And, um, mm-hmm. and so I, but I, I did not, I did not have mastery of the idea of, of working towards a goal means that even if something falls off the rails that you, uh, that's, that fell off the rails, but you keep working towards a goal. So when I would blow a diet or something like that, I would just consider that blown and have to wait for my next new start. And I, he's one of his favorite stories. Uh, and I had forgotten about this until he told me a couple of years later. And now he tells me all the time, uh, is I was, uh, it was a Thursday night and I had, I had blown my diet earlier that day. I think I was hungry and ate a candy bar or something like that. And I, I was talking to him and I, with no hint of, of, of humor in my voice, I was just like, man, I got to get my act together. You know, I'm, I'm trying to do this diet thing and add that candy bar. Plus I'm about to go, go to Burger King and get a double, a double Whopper and then come <laughs> and, and, he's, and he said the fact that like, I already knew I was going to go get while I'm talking about, um, but in, you know, when you feel like I've, I've lost that day, yeah. uh, then you, it's real easy to, to fall into that. I mean, it's one of the reasons that, uh, this own the day, own your life book really was helpful to me. It was the first time where I really did start to own the idea of you absolutely are going to have things that you mess up. Like yeah. it's, you're, there's nobody who's flawless. Yeah, and so when you decide to do this stuff uh, with your diet or your exercise or how you manage your time and all that stuff, 
the the key is to lose that mindset of well this one thing went wrong so now i've just got to throw everything exactly. out because that's what happens if you miss two days of exercise or if your diet's off because you went to you know some movie and ordered what jujubes i don't know what do you what do you do <laughs> <the theater>? uh, <laughs> um, it's uh it's it's really easy to say well I, that's done now and then and then you don't get around to starting something out until a monday but it's uh but you know this is already monday so i probably should just wait till next monday uh that that's a that's a thing people really fall into yeah. the on or off switch yeah. type of thing yeah somebody once told me um that life is continually beginning and so therefore uh, failure doesn't mean a new pattern. It just need, means a new beginning. Mm. You know, you, you get, you climb kind of, the, the old saying is you climb back on the horse. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's going to get thrown off. Everybody's going to make mistakes. Everybody do, everybody's going to do things they know they shouldn't do. Yeah. It's just part of being human. Uh, but when that happens, um, you, you don't lose sight of, of what will make life better. Hmm. Because if you do, then you defeat yourself. Yeah. And uh, this gives me the chance to say my favorite quote one more time, which is, the master has failed more times than the student has ever attempted. Uh, and, that, and that is really true of people who are, if you see them and you're just like, that person does not screw up. The difference is they've screwed up so many times that they <laughs> figured right. out all the ways around it, you That's know, right. and, they, and they get really good. Uh, okay, we have to go to a break, but when we come back, we're going to have a fresh start talking about today's topic, which is a fresh start. We'll see you in a minute. Welcome back to The Bright Side. Today, we are talking about a fresh start. I should say I'm Joel Hunter, and you're Joel Hunter. You know, I was listening to this show the other day because it was some episode that was a pre-recorded one, uh -huh. and I realized I, I did not say who we were very nearly uh, enough. Oh yeah, we gotta and tell I, them. And I, we gotta hook people in with the fact that they're listening to Joel C. Hunter. Like, <laughs> I can't, the, I can't change the this Joel, station. The doctor's Joel. <laughs> um, so today we're talking about a fresh start, um, and it's it's basically this idea of you know it's 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 the new year in general. Um, and so people will sometimes look at uh, uh, the new year as a way to kind of revitalize something that they have been wanting to do, a new habit they want to start or an old habit they want to stop. Um, and, and what goes into that idea of, of seizing the moment, you know, of saying this, this now is when it starts and I'm going to continue doing that. Um, and so we were talking last segment about the idea of if, if any part of your plan messes up, uh, a bad choice is to just say, well, forget everything. Yeah, that's I'm, right. I'm done. That's right. Double Whoppers from now on. <laughs> I do want to say double Whopper. That's a delicious sandwich. <laughs> we all need a fresh start. While we're doing our fresh start, we need to have a fresh start almost continually. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, one of the things that our research department, Becky Hunter, uh, found for us was this article in uh, Inc. Magazine. This was just, this was recent. This was in 2018. But it was 10 easy ways to get a fresh start right now. Um, and I wanted to get pop your kind of your thoughts on uh, on a couple of these to see if you uh, what you think of because there's some of them where I'm curious what your actual what you what you say because uh, one was indulge in nature. What you, I have yeah, no right. idea what that means. Is this, <laughs> does it mean go outside and take a walk and I just think, appreciate? I, I think it does. Uh, yeah, I probably think it get does. just get away from your workspace. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that makes one, sense. One to thing me. I watched you do growing up, like you would, you would consistently, uh, almost daily, you would be outside in the sun at least, you know, for fifteen minutes to I half. I still an hour. am. Yeah. yeah, I still am. And now you got, and now you got the the lake you clean. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I clean my lake. You do it. it, it well, you don't know this about Pop. Uh, 
he will when he's just kind of getting that, you know, he's, he's hitting a reset or just kind of needs to relax for a second. Um, a lot of people will like watch television shows. They'll watch like, uh, you know, Master Chef. No, Pop will go out and uh, just be knee deep in a lake just cleaning it. It's really, it's really simple. <laughs> My grandmother taught me to always leave a place better than I found it. And so I just want to make, I just want to make sure that our lake's clean. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it looks good. <clears throat> Thank it's, you. Yeah, it really is. Yep, you can so, see the bottom. Uh, number two on this list. I am very curious your thoughts. Get some glorious sleep. <laughs> this is what I'm so bad at. This is my fresh start for the for the new year. I'm going to sleep more uh, because I'm just not, I'm getting. I've never seen you do it. Yeah, I'm getting four or five hours a night and my body just keeps waking up. But the older I get and the more I'm doing different things with my diet and the harder I'm working and the more stress I take on, um, one of the things that physiologically is accurate, uh, uh, correct, I think, you know, you doctor will need to tell me about this is that you need a certain amount of sleep to flush out all of the garbage that you've accumulated during the day. Yeah. And I just don't think I'm getting that. Yeah, and your body is your body is really, really brilliant at, at uh, titrating how much deep sleep you're going to get based on the hours of sleep you're getting. But one thing that is essential uh, if, you're, if you're finding that your sleep patterns just aren't, you know, you either... You're an insomniac, or you can't get out of bed in the morning, or you uh, you find that you can't, aren't getting enough sleep. Uh, having a set wake up time for each day, uh, and and picking that, and having it always be that time, it matters less when you go to bed than it does that you wake up at the same I mean, time really? each day. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a certain amount of uh, of just a cortical reset, and and uh, and and that depends on having a, a regular schedule uh, that you wake up each day. So. Uh, truthfully, it doesn't matter if you wake up at eight every single day, or if you wake up at four thirty every single day. Uh, and the reason is your body's so good at self-regulating that if you do that part, it will tell you the rest. You know, uh, if if you need to go to bed, uh, if if it's eleven o'clock, um, your your body will uh, like you can try your best to stay awake, but you won't do a good job of it because you'll just be asleep. Um, well, that's and, comforting. And so, yeah, because you got two stages uh, of of your really deep sleep. You know, there's there's your your slow wave, really deep sleep, where your body is it's uh it's it's all of your uh, hormones that are you know kind of getting rid of inflammation and growth hormone release and all that all that stuff that's uh, just kind of uh, kind of hormonally uh, feeding your body. That stuff has to happen uh, during that phase of sleep. And then there's REM sleep, which is to think straight. Uh, one trick with this, with the sleeping thing is uh, the value of a 20 to 30 minute nap. It can't be overstated. Mm. Like it's a, and so, and I, I realize that's frustrating if you are listening to this on a podcast at work or something and you're like, I, I literally can't like you, you, there's times where you just can't nap, but if it is even possible, like if it's possible anywhere on the radar go, to go to your car and sit in there for, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, uh, it, it's amazing what that does. They did a study where they looked at uh, uh, coffee versus a twenty-minute nap, <laughs> and uh, and and it was not even close. Wow. Uh, what what happened for the mental oh, reset? That's good. And the reason is you can dip into REM sleep relatively quick, uh, or or a close version of it, and uh, and the amount of mental clarity and reset you have when you do that. So if you're if you're having trouble. Uh, getting started on whatever task it is you're doing, you know this. I, I swear I was going to write these emails before. Uh, it's amazing what that can do. So, huh. some glorious sleep that still counts. Um, clean out your clutter. What do you think of that one? I love this one partially because I'm I'm just kind of a neat nick, and so I can't. If there's just a big pile of garbage uh, on my desk, um, 
I feel like I have to go back and actually sort through it and in order to make, in order to go forward, I got to go back in order to go forward. Mm. Um, if I have my stuff in, in order, um, then I feel like I, I can actually look toward the future and start building toward the future. Yeah, that makes sense. And this is a good one. This is kind of a life hack. If somebody is having trouble, uh, there's a task that seems too, too unfun to want to start it right now. The amount of discipline required to start X, Y, or Z is a little bit greater than what you feel like you want to put into it. Uh, cleaning your workspace or your house is a uh, is a really wonderful day to a uh, way to contribute towards that. Yeah, uh, and it's something that's that's low hanging fruit because it's amazing how much different you feel once you're starting off with you know a, a clean setup. Uh, and that really does just include like if your desk just has stuff all over it. It's amazing the difference it makes if you actually put everything away uh, for what you feel like. There's just a more focus there, yeah. you know, yeah, because uh, you're not. You know, it's a, it's a, probably why they do that so much in the army. You know, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It could be because I hear they're pretty they're st- sticklers about that in the yeah, army. I think so. Uh, where they're like, "Is this a wrinkle on your pillow?" <laughs> um, so uh, that's just based on movies entirely. Just as a disclaimer. <laughs> I know. Uh, so uh, number four uh, was unplug. It said to take a day or two to not answer any phone calls, emails, or texts. Tell your friends or colleagues you're taking a vacation day. Uh, do you do that? Um, I do it in hour increments. I mean, I mean, I can take several hours to unplug. I, I really have a tough time taking an entire day, yeah. which is, which is not good because, you know, the scripture is pretty clear about taking a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's very difficult when you're trying to respond to people who are in trouble, who have a need of the moment, um, to say, I'll give you a call tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Plus, of the commandments, I feel like the the one like don't make idols and stuff. That's a bigger one. Like that's yeah. you know? <laughs> that's a huge one. I, I wonder. I wonder if we went back to the original Hebrew, if the uh, uh, fourth one was uh, uh, w- the honor of the Sabbath. Uh, I wonder if it was in uh, Hebrew parentheses. Uh, like, <laughs> there was like a, Aaron asterisk. Yeah, it's like if you right. can, yeah, uh, come on. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, number five, uh, eat right and exercise. What do you think of that one? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and we're on it. Yeah, it's uh, it's true. And so, uh, by the way, Eat Right, I uh, try to get this plug in as many times as I can because I want people to hear this. Uh, high fat, high protein, no or low starch and sugar. It's, it's amazing what that does. If you start your day with a high fat, high protein, ignore the fact that your breakfast has 28 grams of fat in it, as long as it doesn't have any starch in it you'll be amazed how much of the beginning of your day you can do with steady energy. Because what happens is if you take, if you have any sugar at all, I mean, that, I mean, whether it's, you know, just a couple of grams of sugar, um, your insulin spikes. Um, uh, and then because it spikes, your blood sugar uh, gets all pushed out of your bloodstream and then you have this sugar crash. And so you're starving. If you ever find you're exactly. just starving mid-morning, it's it's always it's because of Pop-Tarts. Uh, that's, what, that's what does that. So we have to go to a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about how to start fresh and how to get stuff done that you just haven't been able to do yet. Welcome back to The Bright Side. I'm Joel D. Hunter, and I'm here with Dr. Joel C. Hunter, uh, and we are, I guess I'm a doctor too. I'm the different, I'm a doctor. You I'm, are a doctor. I'm You're a, a real doctor. I'm an ophthalmologist, uh, and I'm here with a man who has, uh, I don't know, 11 doctorates. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and we're talking today about, uh, it's kind of a New Year's type of topic, you know, 2019, a, a brand new start. Uh, and that's today's topic is a brand new start. There are tasks and life changes that 
have always seemed really worthwhile, but we just don't get around to them, you know? And, yeah. uh, and so, uh, at some point there's, there's the necessity to just say, all right, one, two, three, go, this is what I'm doing. So today we're talking about how to make the, how to, how to make that go part work, uh, right. which is, which is good. Um, so, uh, there was this, uh, there was this article that you were talking about pop, the pieces of advice for making a fresh start. Uh, yeah, what, what were fast, some of the fast company magazine? What were some of the highlights you thought for that? Well, the, all of these are just really so necessary. One is in order to make a fresh start, you got to try new things and, and, and it can even be simple, like try new foods, mm. try new, you know, get in your mentality that I'm going to do something I haven't done before, even if it's the most simple thing. Uh, but if life is more about creating something new than trying to fix something that's old um, and probably can't be fixed, um, then you got to get a mentality of I'm going to try. I'm going to try new stuff. Yeah, uh, one of those. One of the good examples of that, just on a practical level, is for diet. I mean, I feel like people constantly run into a wall of. I tried dieting and then fell off, and then I yeah. tried dieting and fell off. Um, but there's that Einstein quote about, you know, you can't solve a problem on the same level that that problem was created, and, mm -hmm. and you have to kind of get outside the box and try new things. Um, there, are, there are different diets that aren't, they're not that weird, but they make you think about things in an entirely different way. One of the things that we've talked a lot about even off the air, too, is this fasting idea. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's, this, uh, there's this book called The Complete Guide to Fasting, um, and it is... Uh, it changed the whole way I view food and Me everything. Too. I mean, it really, Me it really makes a big difference. So um, that's the type of thing I imagine that you're talking about when it's like you got to try new things. You can't. It can't just be okay for the for the fifty eighth time in my life. I'm going to try to just eat less food every the, day. Exactly. Uh, because it's, uh, it's or I'm going to cut out sweets. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, there, there are. It's it's a good thing to cut out sweets, uh, but. If you can know that you will be able to have sweets on certain occasions, but also your body um, reacts, as, as you were saying, Joel, uh, according to what you put in it. And sometimes you're not making your hunger go away. You're making yourself hungrier mm. by, what, by what you're going. Then you go, oh, wait, I don't want to do that. Um, and... And so this fasting thing, intermittent fasting has been wonderful for both of us and uh, really makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it really does. Because uh, the, the big key here, and I promise this won't turn into a diet show, <laughs> uh, but, but I, feel, I'm, I feel like an apostle for this fasting thing at this point. Um, it's uh, one of the key things there is that when you just reduce calories uh, physiologically, and this isn't an opinion, this is just scientific fact. I mean, the research has been done, proven, proven this to be true. Uh, when you just do calorie restriction only uh, throughout the day, but eat at regular intervals, uh, your metabolism, which is what burns the vast majority of your calories, uh, your metabolism slows down. So if you do a really, really hard exercise session, I mean, just go nuts for it. You might burn 250, 300 calories. Your metabolism is burning anywhere between 1,500 and 2,000 a day. Um, and so slowing that down, it really makes it difficult to eat little enough food because then you're just chasing it because your metabolism slows down more. Um, so to keep the same metabolism, but also calorie restrict, something like fasting where you're eating, you know, not eating for 16 hours a day or for 18 hours a day, it's, uh, it, it makes a difference. So, cause your metabolism stays high. Okay. So, okay. So let's try new things. What was the next one? Next one is don't be afraid to fail. We've been, we've had hammered into us, you know, that failure is our enemy. Failure's not our enemy. 
failure is a learning experience. Mm. And so you can't go out there and say, I can't do this because I might not be good at it. Um, it's just the opposite. If you don't try to do it and keep trying to do it, you'll never be good at it. Mm. So don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. You win or you learn. That's uh, right. That's true. Uh, and so that's how I feel about uh, dancing. <laughs> I, one of these days, it's going to look less like there's just an alien controlling my body with just with levers sitting in my head, just pulling random levers while my arms and legs shoot out in different directions. So I, I have, I've had to learn to not be afraid to fail. Uh, and I have failed many, many times, but soon I'll be a master. That's I will right. Fail more times. That's right. Uh, what was that? What's this one about? Talk to strangers. What do you think that's about? Boy, this is great. Cause again, totally counterintuitive, totally goes against what we've been taught all our life. When we were kids, you know, our parents don't talk to strangers, mm -hmm. you know, because they're, they're out to get you. Uh, but if you are ever going to break out of the circle that you're in and ever going to learn something from people who are different than you, you have to talk to strangers. Um, you don't have to be an extrovert. You just have to put forth the effort. Most of us talk to strangers about 2 to 3% of our time. Uh, but, but again, the more you talk with people you're not familiar with, um, the more you will, A, know that there are some pretty good people out there, and, and B, you'll learn something you never would have. Yeah, that's true. And I think when, when people hear talk to strangers, I certainly did, when they hear that uh, phrase, they think of, uh, so that means I've got to uh, go talk to uh, a, a creepy guy in in, the, in a dark alley, uh, and that's not what this. No, one this means. is that, that's strange people. Yeah. Uh, this, 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 there's a difference here. Talk to strange people, <laughs> but but talking to strangers. I mean, that's something that you can set up in in ways that are uh, more fun to do than than it seems like. I mean, it's it's like uh, if you go to a church, then there are probably small groups that you can join. If right. you have an interest in some kind of hobby. There are 15 different hobby groups of every different hobby that are just around town. Right. Uh, and, and no matter where you're listening to this from, if you Google people that have interest in those things, local, you, can, you can find those people. I mean, there, there are people who have similar interests to you. And a great way to find people who maybe if you're saying, well, what if I'm just trying to meet new people that don't even have the same interests as me? Um, volunteering at places, oh yeah, it draws together people Man. who the only thing they have in common is that they're good enough people that they're volunteering, you know. Yeah. And so you get to meet some really, really That's good people. For sure. There's a reason that people make you know friends for life when they go on missions trips. It's it's the idea of being with somebody and and serving some sort of higher purpose together. I mean, it really does help. Um, but that technically fits as talking to strangers. It's uh, it doesn't it doesn't have to be talked to strange. Men, uh, we 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 here at the bright side. We recommend against that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna come down on that controversial issue with a no. Um, what was the next one? Um, the next one is simply be willing to change. Most people can't start again because they're just unwilling to let go of their routines. They're unwilling to let go of their grudges. Um, they're willing to uh, they're unwilling to let go of their own. Um, ideologies or their own um, opinions. Um, you've got to be open to maybe there's something I don't know. <laughs> maybe there's maybe there are people who um, can teach me um, uh, some things about life that I had never considered. Yeah. So you got to be open to change and to be willing to change. I mean, I feel like uh, the the best example I can think of that uh, in the last ten years that I've watched humans, uh, is, is you, uh, I mean, when you, I mean, you were 
about to have your 70th birthday. And then you said, this job I've had for the last 32, eight years. Yeah, ever. just the last iteration of it was 32 years of pastor. Yeah, 32 yeah. years just, just at Northland, you know. And then you said, you, I mean, you were looking for a way to do what was, had been on your heart increasingly. And, and boy, did it, it change everything. I yeah. mean, it changed your, changed your routine. Uh, would you say you feel happier or sadder since you did that? I'm much happier. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know. I was very insecure. Um, in starting something that I didn't know anything about, but I am way more fulfilled than simply playing it safe, staying in a routine, staying in an institution, and doing things like we've always done them. Um, you can you can certainly change in an institution. You can do new things in an institution, uh, but every once in a while, you just got to go for it. You just got to flat leave what you're used to and what is safe for you behind, and you got to jump in the deep end of the pool. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's been great. And I feel like the people that accomplish really, really big things, they're not the people who had nothing to lose. They're the, they're right. the people who had something to choose. And, and Ooh, there's a, a I big... I like that. Uh, thanks. I'm going to uh, rap that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is actually in a rap lyric somewhere, but uh, I I, uh, I stole it, and I can't even tell you the name of the rapper because it's profane. But it's a, but it's a brilliant <laughs> line. I mean, it's it's something that you're choosing to do. It's not just that... Hey, it doesn't even matter. I mean, in your case especially, it was something where most people would have chosen to just have the kind of comfortable life path, you know, yeah. from that point on. Um, okay, we have to go to a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more about how to make a new start. Welcome back to the bright side. Today we are talking about. It's kind of a New Year's kind of topic, yeah. Pop. It's, uh, I'm Joel Hunter. I'm here with my father, Joel Hunter, and we're talking about a new start. Um, and and that idea, uh, it can be, it can. It, there's a spectrum there. I feel like you know, yeah. it can be uh, a new start. I'm going to quit smoking, or a new start. I'm going to change absolutely everything and live my life entirely different. Um, and uh, and it can be anywhere between. We thought maybe for this last segment, it'd be a good idea to to go through um, a new start. Coming from a place of necessity, you know, yeah. when you when you've hit when you've hit rock bottom, and you yeah. you've you've kind of been uh, working a lot with people that are in this same scenario. Absolutely, when it's when there's no alternative but a new start mm -hmm. because you've just lost everything or close to everything, or you've faced a devastating circumstance where you know life will never be the same. Um, J.K. Rowling uh, once said, "Rock bottom became the solid foundation." on which I built my life. And then she made a billion dollars. She she yeah. literally made a billion dollars. Yep. Uh, and she was on welfare before. Mm -hmm. And and so some sometimes and and you you get this in AA groups a lot. Um, you you rock bottom is absolutely the best thing that can happen to you because you'll never get out of coping until you come to that place where you've got to start all over again. So for people listening who are saying, well, that's great if you have an idea for, you know, seven Harry Potter books that are going to sell, you know, more <laughs> copies than the Bible does that year. Um, wh what would you say if they're like, I don't, I don't, I don't have any wizarding worlds that I know to write about. Um, what, you know, what do I do? Cause I'm in a place where like, I really need things to change. Like, how, how does somebody start? Well, first of all, it's, it's never a good idea. And I get a lot of these, uh, uh, people who who come to me and they say, uh, I just want to, and they'll name some global changing, world changing idea, and so I'm just going to go out there and start. Um, that's not a good idea. You need to talk it through with somebody. That's the first thing. Mm. Talk it through so you can hear yourself 
developing some sort of idea that's actionable and has a first step. And you can get feedback as to, oh, I know somebody who could help with that. Or I wouldn't try that particular step as your first step. Yeah. Uh, so it's a good good thing to, if you're going to make a fresh start, not to just do it in an isolated or um, um, a self-directed um, effort. Yeah. You've, you've got to have feedback, got to have input. One of the things that's really interesting about any new formulated plan, any new idea, uh, an understanding of, of your past or the future, it's amazing how quickly you can find holes in your own logic and in your own planning just by trying to explain something. There's a yeah, huge difference right. between uh, feeling like you understand it and feeling like you could explain it. Uh, and that's the value in, in talking to somebody about that stuff. Right. You know, Also, if it's somebody, it doesn't have to be a wise guru. Uh, it's it's nice if it is, uh, but it's but it 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 can be just any listening ear because uh, you'll be amazed how much detail you realize is either missing or doesn't make sense when you when you explain it out loud. Anytime I learn a new concept, uh, that's my first test: is how well can I explain this to Luke, my son? Oh, that's good. And it makes me realize how little I understand oh, about you know good. whatever the new thing is. So, yeah. um, what what else would people do if they're trying well, to? This is this is another common mistake I see. Uh, people will go uh, off uh, um, tilting at windmills, as it were. They'll, they'll go out with this grand um, uh, vision of conquering all the bad stuff in the world, but they'll forget the simple basics of, oh, wait, I got to earn enough income to support myself and my family. Mm. Um, and so I, I always encourage people to make sure they're taking care of the basics um, as much as much as they can. Um, and now, if you've crashed and burned, you may not have an income. That's a whole different matter. Then you got to search for, okay, how can I get an income so that I can uh, feed my loved ones and, and kind of take care of them? That's first uh, before you, you know, rise to the top again. But, but the, the point is that there are several basic foundational things that are necessary that'll give you the basics for, for building a new life. Where do you place new education, new training, new certification, all that stuff? Where do you place that in, in the, on the timeline of importance uh, for people that are, you know, you just need to support your family um, and it's either just enough money to get by or it's just enough money to not get by? Or how, how, do you, how, do you, how would you tell people to prioritize, you know, getting some sort of training in order to make more money? I would place that just after food. Hmm. You know, if you can feed yourself, if you can feed your family, get the training that you will need to be good at what you're going to do. Hmm. Because if you're good at what you're going to do, that's a whole new that's a whole new life. Yeah. But it there's a prerequisite for being good at something. Um, part of it is practice, but 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 a lot of it, the foundation of it is I know what to do. Yeah. That's that's really important. Yeah. And and there are while there's a lot of of scammy kind of uh, higher education things that uh, that luckily I feel like those have gotten cracked down on a little bit more. Um, but to be to be able to avoid one of those, I mean, uh, probably the simplest thing that you can look for on the internet is if you look at the certification classes that Valencia does that try to work around a normal working schedule and stuff like right. that. And then you have a certificate uh, to do, I mean, pick whatever, drive a bulldozer or, or I mean, there's, it's, it doesn't have to be that. It might be making crepes. I'm not sure. But but there's yeah. certificates to do these things uh, that, that are a pathway up. But I feel like that's interesting and worth repeating what you said there, you know, the the 
the training in order to have a job that's more competitive or pays more, uh, the training for that is one step. The only step more important than that is having food for you and your family. Right. And then after that, it's, it's, it's getting, getting trained into, into higher stuff. Um, I saw this one thing on a list uh, that was uh, quit the nasty habits. What do you think the, what do you think that, I mean, I know that probably there's lots of nasty habits, but what do you think the importance in all that is? Well, any habit that you have that diminishes your functionality um, um, or off puts people who you need to be around, um, any kind of, any kind of addiction, uh, any kind of, um, even, even, even if, if I can think in terms of the language that you use, hmm. um, if it's, if it's just vulgar, you know, and it off puts the people that really could help you, then you just gotta, you gotta, you know, leave that stuff behind, yeah. you know? Yeah. Pirates had famously difficult time getting work. That's <laughs> why they were all on those ships. That's why they were always stealing. It was, what they held them together get job. wasn't their pirating ways. It was they, they cursed so much that they're like, well, I guess we'll just be on this bleep ship. What can you do? That's right. <laughs> so that's really interesting, though, to include that. I would not have thought to include that in, in the nasty habits. But it is true that there are there are people where, where they're they are keeping themselves from from new associations that might be better just because not, not even realizing, I mean, if you grew up and, and, you know, everybody cursed a blue streak around you, it's something you might not even realize about your language. Uh, but instead of making people be like, Whoa, my (laughs) heavens. Um, okay. I think we have time for one more. What's your, what's your, if you had, if you had to pick one more thing of like a way to get a fresh start, what would you pick? Help others. Help others. Yeah. the, the, The part of this is developing a life where, you're not the center and the be-all and end-all of everything. If you become a person who gets most of their energy um, and a lot of their sense of fulfillment by helping others, you're li- you're, you will have a whole new life. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It, there is a, it's amazing the transformative nature of just helping other people. I mean, everyone knows the part about, boy, this person helped me when I was down and how that helps that person. But uh, the ability, it's its almost like a natural human function uh, that like to be able to help someone someone else out. I mean, uh, one of the things I think about is the fact that there, there are people where, um, and this is in, in America, but other countries too, where they, they are homeless and they are, you know, they're, they're at a place where they, every single calorie counts. But they have a dog. They keep a dog because yep. they take care of the dog. And I, yeah. I swear there is a there is a psychological component to that that's necessary that's right. of just helping that's other right. people. So um, that's probably the best way to make a new start is to decide, hey, I'm just I'm going to start helping, you know. And uh, um, it doesn't have to be that you decide to spend every evening at a soup kitchen. Uh, there are simple ways uh, to do that. In 30 seconds, can you think of any simple way I've people can help? The primo <laughs> beginning point: simple dot help. Type that into your browser um, and sign up, and you will get a letter uh, from Joel D. Hunter every Sunday evening, and it will tell you what we're going to do together. A very simple task, takes less than five minutes, costs less than $5. Most of them are absolutely free, but these are the ways that we'll improve the world together. I love it. That's a good ending note. All right, we'll talk to you next time on The Bright Side.